Actually, that's not Welcome back, or welcome to the Pendle Stuff Podcast. I am Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And today, first of all, let's get the elephant out of the room. I had a lot of predictions about the Super Bowl that went correct, except the team that won. And the MVP. And the MVP, yeah, but yeah. So. But no, you did fun. really well. Yeah, yeah. Just go back and listen to the, like, the first five minutes of the last year week's podcast and you'll know what I'm talking about. And before you started, shout out to our uncle. <laughs> Who is our very first very Patreon. Very first Patreon. And if you want to if you want to sign up to Patreon. Oh yeah. He will there. tell you that the perks are incredibly uh satisfactory. <laughs> so. Yes. We said we'd shout out our patrons. We're doing that now. Um yeah. Uh yeah, for as little of as five dollars a month, you can become a patron for us. So go or head over there, uh, patreon.com forward slash pens of stuff podcast, yep. and get around it. Yes, sir. You know, great, great stuff over there. But now that we're done talking about that, let's talk about the penguins. Let's do. This week was historic, oof. but historic. <laughs> true, 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 true. Historic. Didn't didn't we? What did we say was the. Uh, did we did we give a over under? Yeah, we went four and a half. Abby said under. You and I said over. I was right. Hey, don't don't make that noise. That's bad radio. It's not bad radio. It's the sound effect. But yeah. you suck. Okay, we went on Sunday. We went four to two Just over kidding. the Devils. If I remember correctly, this was a comeback win, right? No, no not really. Sort of. No, they scored of. first, but then so, we yeah, scored. So, yeah, we did come back from being technically, down. Technically, it would be considered a comeback win. And then we had a huge comeback win over the Flyers. Filthy Flyers. Fun story. I went to bed, and they were down uh, four, 4 to 2. Yeah, four I two. turned the TV off because there was like five minutes left, and we were down 4 to 2. And was it was not looking teeth, like we right? were doing anything. And the anything. Penguins were on the power play, and then Jake Gensel scores. Literally eight seconds later, or no. I think it was 18. 18 seconds later, Chad Ruiedel scores. And I was like, oh, well, look at us. And We're I was back laying in, in bed. 31 seconds in overtime. Chris Tang ends it. I was like, that's what just needs to happen. I need to go. And then I tried again against Toronto. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Although I did turn it off with like 17 seconds left in the game. But, yeah, uh, they beat Philadelphia in overtime 5-4. to four, And then they lost to Toronto 4-1. to one. That game was hard to watch. That was very hard. It was a very it frustrating was... game. Not that the Penguins weren't trying. Jack Campbell was really good. Oh, my gosh. That guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> At least we didn't give him a shutout, and though. Yeah, Jari played well. The first goal was on him. Yes, everything else, everything was, else defensive was defensive. Crap outs. Yeah. We gave up a power play goal, a shorthanded goal, and then a regular goal. Two regular goals. The first one, 21 seconds into yeah. the game. Yeah, Austin Matthews. Who else, though? Like, come <clears> on. Yeah, it was a sick move, though, honestly. And then Morgan Riley on the power play. Just let them him walk in. Yeah, the defense was. It was defensive. Oh, and oh, then gosh. David Kampf shorthanded again. Another terrible turnover. Yeah. Oh, Jack Campbell got his first point of the season on that power play goal. Yeah, he got an assist. Look at the man. And then Malkin picks up the greasy rebound in front after like three shots on Campbell. Yeah. And then Michael Bunting. Michael so Bunting. Yeah, you kind of had a feeling, though, after Malkin <laughs> scored there that things might turn around because pens generally score in bunches. Yep. Right. We but have been, at least in pairs. 
But yeah, they gave up but it didn't pretty quickly to Michael Bunting after that goal. That was just deflating. Which was the problem. If he hadn't scored so fast, we might have been able to use that momentum. But it just kind of completely blew the wind out of our side. Yeah, it was just a little under three minutes afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Rough game. Yeah, so out of these three games, what was your favorite? New the Jersey. Fabby. The fl- Oh, okay. New Jersey. I think that was the best all-around game. The Flyers game, we looked sloppy as heck. Like, like I said this while we were watching, uh, I don't remember which game we were, but the Penguins are kind of like chameleons in the way that they play. They'll adapt to the people that they're playing against, which isn't always a good thing, because when we played Philly, we got really sloppy because they were really sloppy. And so I didn't like that. With Toronto we couldn't meet the caliber that they had but also jack campbell was playing out of his mind so anyways i think the new jersey game was the best one i didn't watch any of it but i like i liked how we didn't just sit and because like the whole first period was scoreless and then they scored and then we answered right back yeah and we didn't go into lock into the locker room down right which is always helpful yep. um and i just it's it seemed to me like it was it was the best game of the week. I didn't watch it. It might have been sloppier than I no, was, but I I feel like it was it a really was, good, it was game. A good game. I watched it. Um because both the Toronto game and the Philly game were really hard for me to watch. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. I I um I like the Philly game and I'll I'll tell you why. A couple of reasons. First of all, um I'll tell you why. Sydney's Sydney's fifth five hundredth goal was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I do think that the the fanfare of it may have detracted from that second period. I mean, all of the people saying congratulations, and then all of the breaks in in the in the in the broadcast and in the game. Um, I think it became in that after he scored the goal, it came about it, it, it the everything became about the goal rather than the game. And then you saw in the second period that the team gave up three goals, went down four to two, um, but then they were able to correct things in the third period with Gensel. And and you're sitting there kind of watching this game and you're going, and to Abby's point, it was like real sloppy, real choppy. No, I mean, the passes weren't as crisp as, as you normally would see from the Penguins. That really carried over into the Toronto game too. Right. But then, um, and like I said, when the Pens score, they tend to score in bunches. Mm -hmm. And then at 12.36 of the third, Gensel scores on the power play. And then, what, 18 seconds later, Ruedel scores on a a backdoor cut, which was just absolutely phenomenal. His first goal since 2019. And uh, and Carter hit him just coming across. I mean, it was just a great all around play. Heinen got him. Heinen, yeah, Carter to Heinen and to Ruedel. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, I just thought it was a. I thought I, to me, that was my favorite game. A for the history and B for the way that the Penguins came back, and and won won that game. Also, so. it was against Philly, which. Oh, you always love to see Philly go. Except, down. we could have just. I wish we wouldn't have given them a point, but you know it's fine. It's yeah. all right. Okay, your MVP of the week. I'm giving it to Sid. I mean, he's played well, and he got that 500th goal. Like, 
I feel like you can't not. There were other players that played really well. I think you could put a lot of different players in there. Um, Because this week, I don't think there wasn't really one person that did a lot. I feel like Gensel played really well. Gensel scored a lot this week, too. But I think... Um, I think I give it to Sid because of the history, because, I don't know, he's been playing pretty well. He's been finding his feet. Um, I think, yeah, I'm giving it to Sid. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm going to kind of go off the board and say uh, Brian Boyle. Uh, a goal and two assists uh, this week. Um, got the game winner against uh, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Which was beautiful. Yep. Po- beautifully poetic. And so um yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Brian Boyle. Uh I was I was kind of what's the word? Um vacillating between him and Carter. But um <laughs> Carter had two assists this week. But yeah, I think um I think Boyle. Boyle's my Boyle's my pick. Yeah, really that whole that whole Boyle line, the the Aston Reese, Simone, and Boyle line. Mm-hmm. It gives me flashbacks to uh, when uh, uh, Matt Cullen played with uh, Sherry and Gensel on that bottom line. Mm-hmm. That was it was in seventeen. Yeah, that was a fun line to watch, and speaking, he gives me a lot of dad vibes. Speaking of Matt Cullen, he's on the bench right now yep. because Todd Reardon's out with COVID or something. But knee injury. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He had to have surgery. I knew that. I heard that. Um, hopefully, hopefully they just like, hey, Reardon, you're relieved of duties. We're gonna <laughs> go forward with Matt Cullen. Right. I would love that. But just seeing him on the bench, it just makes my heart so happy because I love. I'm Daddy. just saying, Reardon's been out, and our uh, power play has kind of suffered. No, gone up. <laughs> like he's been out for a couple weeks and. Our power play has a couple weeks. I thought he just left like last week. Okay, whatever. Don't don't at me. I mean, we had three chances on the power play against Toronto, five. and we five 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 power play chances against. Oh Toronto yes, we did. Didn't score once. And actually, they <laughs> scored once. So our yeah, power play is not looking looking that great. Anyways. Oh for uh two for four against the Flyers. I'm done talking about Toronto. And finally your best your favorite goal of the week. Chad. 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 I think everything about that goal was beautiful. The grind didn't stop. They pushed him or they pushed uh, they pushed the turnover in the corner. Pass up to Heinen. Heinen over to Chad. Buries it. Beautiful yep. play. Yep. You could argue for Sid's goal, which you probably will. I won't. But Sid's goal wasn't a pretty goal. Sid's goal Sid's was goal, typical. It was a goal. It was but a it, typical Sid goal against Philly. Right. It wasn't like, wow, that's the goal of the week. Still my favorite goal of all time, and it they don't – I don't know why they don't uh, – like I looked at all the highlights and the tribute videos to his 500th goal, and nobody had this goal on there. They had the one where he bat, you know, it bounced off of someone in front, and he – Whacked it in. There's against, the one where it hits off Montreal. The, there's the one where it hits off the crossbar and then he hits it. The in. one against Jersey that he hit off the crossbar and then slapped it in. But no one has the. Uh, it was 2018 playoffs first round first game against Philly, and I can't remember who it was. Was it? 
someone someone took a shot from the front, might have been Dumoulin, and it was blocked, and it kind of floated floated up towards him, and it was and he was probably standing maybe five feet from the net, and as it's coming down, he just goes like this and hits it right into the net, like he wasn't even facing the net, he was facing the, the play, and it was coming down, and he just whacks it backhand and it goes in the net, and nobody nobody puts that to me. That's my favorite goal of all time, but my favorite goal of this week. Um, was Chris Letang's overtime winner? That was a sneaky one. I loved. I loved how he. I mean, you could tell he wanted Sid to get it. Uh-huh. You could tell he wanted to pass it to Sid. All the Flyers knew he wanted to pass yeah. it to Sid. Carter Hart knew he wanted to pass it to Sid. And he was cheating. And he was cheating. And so because he was cheating, yeah. Chris took the shot. I and think boom. about. I think about that battle. game though. It's very poetic. Gino gets the lone assist on Crosby 500th, and then Chris Letang seals the win on it. Yep. It's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, it was really good. is. And it's against Philly. And it was against Philly at home. Boom. Yep. Roasted. Yeah. Can't get much better than that. A great week of hockey, really. Uh, the only oh, man that Toronto game was. Oh, it hurt so it bad. It was rough. Yeah. With so two Fs. Bad. Okay. So good week for the Penguins for the most part. Sort of. Hopefully they can bounce back this week. We got three games this week. Uh, Sunday versus Carolina, uh, Thursday versus uh, the Devils, and then Saturday versus the Rangers. That's an af- uh, the- All at home. Yes, all at home. The Carolina and the Ranger games are both afternoon games. So I like that afternoon be, hockey. That should be fun. I hate that they always play on Thursdays because I'm never home. Um, Do so, it against the Lightning, too, next the following week. But, but so, so this week, uh, six possible points. What are your thoughts, guys? We'll go. We'll go plus or minus four and a half. No, they're going under. I'm. I'm betting under. I don't think they beat the Canes. You think the Canes are going to be win that? Yeah, win they the could easily game? lose to the Rangers too. Yeah, or at least lose it overtime. Okay, on to the in my opinion questions this week. Uh, we have, in my opinion, the winner of the Hart Trophy this will be. Okay, so who I think should win the Hart Trophy this year is Jonathan Huberto. Because he's a really great leader on his team. He's an insane playmaker. Elite passing. He is like, he is by far the best passer in the league. He has 51 assists. That's eight more than anyone else in the league. Um... I think he is a very worthy candidate. I think he should win. I don't think he will. I think the person who will win is Leon Dreisaitl because Leon Dreisaitl leads the league in points. He's second in assists, and I think he's he's near the top in goals as well. He's number one in goals. Yeah, and so I think Leon Dreisaitl will probably win the Hart Trophy. I, I It's usually either him or McDavid from here for the next, like, f- five years probably, but... Yeah, I would love to see Huberto win it though, because I like I like him a lot. But yeah, mm. that's my pick. Listen, the Hart Trophy. The Hart Trophy is an annual award given to the player adjudged to be the most <clears throat> valuable to his team. It cannot be McDavid or Drysaddle, because you Where can't would... choose between the two of them because they're on the same team. They can't yeah. win it. That's true. That's true. Because they're both valuable. They're both equally valuable. You have to give it to Jonathan Huberdeau. 
I'm serious. You can't do that, can you? Well, if you're going with that, then they have a lot of other valuable t- players on, on Florida, too, though. No, because look at this. Leon Drazel and McDavid are tied for points with Huberto, and they're on the same team. <coughs> okay, the next closest person to uh, Huberto, who are, who's on the Panthers, is not even on this list. Sam Reinhart at 35, 46. It's Jonathan Huberto. I'd say either Jonathan Huberto or Alex Ovechkin. Okay. What about you, Dad? Yeah, I would say I would say. Um, I mean, I I like the Huberto uh, comments. You know, y- you might think, okay, Nazem Kadri's having a great season. Um, okay, but Miko Rantanen's but, right there at nine. But again, you got Miko Rantanen. You got. Um, Nazem Kadri though has been stepping in. He hasn't really been injured or COVID listed, and a lot of the stars on the rest of their team have been. Well, Miko Rantanen has played just as many games as Kadri. Continue, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but the but the other players on that team like McKinnon and and Makar uh, Makar. <clears throat> Those are guys that are equally valuable to their team. Right. Um, you could say that even uh, Darcy Kemper is probably pretty valuable to that team as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I, I, I just, yeah, I, th- um, that's heart. Heart is such a difficult. Um, I, I would, I would say Huberdo. I would say Huberdo. Simply because of the fe- of of what you said, I mean, I think that's that's what this 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 trophy is so stupid with the wording because it's most valuable to your team. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's not McDavid or Drysaddle. If you're the best player, like what what's the other award? There's another award. Art Ross? No, Art Ross is. Oh no, Art Ross is for the for the scoring leader. Yeah. The oh wait no the the Ted Lindsay because that's most outstanding player. Okay, you give that to McDavid or Drysaddle. That that's one they can win. Right. But the most valuable to your team, you can't have two guys who are the most valuable to your team. I, I agree with that. And they're but, both valuable, here's, so that you can't pick one over the other. Because. But here's here's what most of the hockey writers who vote for that do. They pick the best player. It, it, that's. Annoying. So generally, whoever wins the ten Lindsay usually wins so the Art Ross as well. I hate that. I agree. I'm with you. It's, it's literally like the, the MVP of the NFL always going to a quarterback. Right. It's like they might not be the best player, but they're the most valuable to their team because they touch the ball every every down. Every down. It's, yeah. It's, man, I hate that wording of most Someone valuable. Someone else who could be in this argument, too, is Chris Kreider. Yeah. Because he's been really valuable for the Rangers. Yeah. I get No, because Panarin's ahead of him in points. But – if you don't have someone to put in the goal, I mean, yeah, it could be I, either I, way. I don't know. It's, it's confusing. I, honestly. Who even knows how they pick these guys? Like, how? But, yeah, I, man, giving McDavid or Drysaddle the MVP of their team just cannot happen anymore. I, there's a podcast titled about that. <laughs> or something Gosh, like that. The clickbait is real. <laughs> it is. Okay. Huberdo's Huberdo's our front runner. Yeah, right? I feel like Huberdo is. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah, you have McDavid a- should never win another MVP December 2021.
Uh, moving on then to our next segment, our teams. Oh boy. How have our teams? I'll start. Um, Seattle stinks still. Yep. Uh, we lost to Toronto and Winnipeg this week. Um, and that's all I have to say. We play Calgary on Saturday, Vancouver Monday, Islanders on Tuesday, and Boston on Thursday. All of these games are going to be losses. <laughs> we might beat Vancouver, but I doubt it. Abby, Abby, it's 30 overtime points for Chris the Tank. Oh, 30? Sits the most among defensemen, 12th all time. Um, 12th all time. Most among active defensemen? Yeah. Okay. Let's, Crosby let's... leads all active all players ever. 37 tied with Patrick Ilyash and Alex Ovechkin. Okay. Abby, how <laughs> is Dallas doing? Dallas had an okay week, pretty pretty good week. We didn't talk about them last week, but last week they had two wins against Nashville and Winnipeg. So. Nice. You must be so proud. I am so proud because I love them. Um, Weirdo. Okay. Uh, we had a home-and-home home to start the week uh, versus Colorado. Sunday at home, Colorado beat us at home. <laughs> they shut us out 4 to nothing. But we came <laughs> back with a vengeance in their house, and we beat them 4-1. to one. With Joe Pavelski getting two goals nice. and an assist. So, no, two goals and two assists. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, and Tyler Sagan also having a three-point game. So, what a game. And then we beat, just recently, last night, Chicago in a shootout. one nothing. I wish I could have <laughs> watched that game, but it was blacked out. Um yeah, I I was listening to the shootout on the radio, and man, it was crazy. <laughs> it went to five rounds, I think. Five rounds, wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Jake Ottinger is a goalie of the next generation. He is going to be hmm. phenomenal, in my opinion. Unless this is just some sort of phase he's going through, but I don't think so. I think Jake Ottinger is the next starting goaltender for Dallas. Um, hmm. Him or, and Flurry both got shutouts in that game. Or another team. They both got shutouts because it went into a shootout still. Sure. Zero to zero. But I was listening to the overtime, and boy, it was back and forth. It was terrifying. But, <laughs> yeah, it was a great – it was a, it would have been a great game to watch. But, yeah, so we had a pretty good week. Four points out of six. Not terrible. That's good. The Bruins got three points out of possible six this week. Beat the Senators. Wow, congratulations. Lost to the Rangers in a shootout and then got blown out by <clears throat> the Islanders. <laughs> so so that <laughs> that uh, that Ranger shootout went nine rounds. And it was really interesting because... If Marshawn was playing, he would have scored. Because the... Merce Lincoln? No. Not Merslin. Shesterkin. Sorry, I always get those two confused. There was a there was a pretty big pileup with that involved him and another player from Boston, and uh, they were worried that he might have a concussion. So with 40 seconds left in the overtime, they escorted him off the ice to go and be checked out by the doctors, and he was hot. He was so mad. He was very upset about that, and. Uh, and anyway, he, um, his, his coach, 
God bless him, um, <laughs> was a uh, was able to flinagle the. What are you doing? I'm doing what you do. When I try and talk. Was was able to get the. Uh, Gotta go fast. <laughs> the time. <laughs> To yeah. extend so that Merce Lincolns came back for the shootout and uh, wound up winning it in, in in nine rounds. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I was I was elite really offensive for them. defenseman Charlie Mack. Also, since since we're talking about <laughs> yes. the Rangers, there was a shootout. Who are they playing? Detroit. Hey, Abby, did you know that the Rangers are probably going to make the playoffs? No way. Yeah. No, this was really funny though. This was a shootout against Detroit. I was voting for Detroit because I like Detroit. Um, we're from but this was like in the fifth round, I think. And here comes Ryan Strom. He could win it. He completely fools. What's the name? Nadelkovich. And Nadelkovich. he has him. He has him out far enough so that he could just bat at home past his leg. And he goes through the crease and completely misses the net. <laughs> in the and shootout. In the shootout, in one of the, like it was. Uh, not in the first three rounds. It yeah, was yeah, in an yeah. elimination round. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he could have won it if he put that shot home, and he didn't. And then the next, uh, I think it was Tyler, Tyler Bird? No, it wasn't. I don't know who it was. But the next um, Red Wings guy scored, and then the next Rangers guy missed. And so the the Wings won it, but... Oh, that's that's killer. Yeah, I'm, it was I, kind of funny to me I because like I don't really like the Rangers. See, for whatever I, reason. I, I like it because one of my uh, preseason know. picks actually is panning now. And it was like one of those like, whoa, like, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like not off the wall, but it was like a stretch. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Rangers are going to be good this year. Well, you were right. And I, I was right. Well done. Thank you. I'm very proud of that. So, All right. So Moving on. Predictions. On. Uh, hold on. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up. Um, it's not fun, is it? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great radio. I'm sorry, people. We. I'm just salty. Okay, don't. Yes, you are salty. Tough. So I was listening to the In the Crease podcast the other day. Congratulations. With Linda Cohn and Emily Campen. Women who talk about hockey don't. Know yes. Anything. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she stated on the just Wednesday broadcast, February 16th, that the NHL should adopt a luxury tax. Yes. This would essentially allow NHL teams to spend however much money they want, and whatever they spend over the salary cap would then be taxed at a certain rate with the money going to the NHL. Um, the NBA does it. People don't go over the luxury oh, tax. Oh, that makes sense. This is, this is, so that you're putting out like an extra third of that amount of money to the NHL. This is, this is a, um, I think this is a bad idea for hockey, and I'll tell you why. Um, because teams in very large markets are going to wind up spending more and attracting mm. bigger name stars. The, the teams in Canada might as well just close because they're never going to get a big name star on their team again unless they draft him and then they'll only have him until his rookie contract's up and then he'll go somewhere else where he can make more money. I think it's, I think it's bad for the league because uh, honestly, do you think do you think Pittsburgh could have been competitive if teams like New York and Detroit and Colorado and all these other teams that have the money would be spending 
Twice 10, as much. 15, 20 million over the salary cap to attract bigger name players. No, we wouldn't. Right. And I just, I think it's, I think it's bad for the game. See, I don't. You disagree. I disagree. One, because basketball does it and it works. Giannis is playing in Milwaukee and making. But for how long? As, st- as, as far as I know, he's still on his rookie contract, isn't no, he? No, no, no. He got paid and he did it. Because players, especially hockey players, are loyal. Well, how many other good players do they have in Milwaukee? They have a big three. Well, not a big three, a big two. Plus, they have Giannis. They are they are they competitors? Chris Middleton, they won they the championship last year. Yeah, they okay. won the championship. I don't pay attention they're, to they're, basketball. They're the best team in basketball right now, in my opinion. They don't have a large market then? They don't have a, it's It's Milwaukee. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> like LA is considered a large market. You got the Clippers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Lakers and the Clippers are not great this year. You yeah. have If they adopted the, the luxury New York, tax. Brooklyn and the Knicks. Big market. Right. Both are not doing well this year. Well, they picked the wrong players to Miami. sign. Miami. They're dumpster fires. Has a good has a good team. They don't have a star. They have Jimmy Butler. Also, I think I think the luxury tax would work. I also think screw the salary cap. Do the baseball thing. You have no you, b- baseball has a has a luxury tax. That's yeah, but you also have a I no cap. Do no, they have you, a luxury? You, tax? you have a cap, but they have they have also okay. have the luxury well, tax. Well, baseball does it. Detroit has not a great market, but they're going to be competitive this year. Well, they yeah. Pittsburgh won't spend money. Pitts, that's why that's, they suck. See, every year. that's that's what you need to do. You need to you need to not have necessarily a salary cap, but you need to have a floor that says you have to spend this much money on your team. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to forfeit your team. Yeah. Well, because these owners are are like in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The pirate owner, I don't know what his name is, but he has he has these players that he drafts, and he's they're they're really good players. But you know, as a fan, you know in Three four years, that guy's gonna either get traded or he's yep. gonna he's gonna go in free agency, and we won't see anything for okay, it. Okay, but the thing about the thing with that, the Padres, San Diego, never was good, and all of a sudden they're really good now. That's because they pay their players. Uh, it's so if you it's want because to get they good, got you a, pay players. You got a really good draft pick. In well, yeah, Tatis. Yeah, but like all the all these like the Royals, they probably don't have a huge market. They paid their players, they got to a World Series, they won a World Series, and now they're trash can. But it doesn't matter. And that's the point. There's no there's no You're gonna have more longevity. But the thing is you're gonna have more of these like you're gonna have an Arizona maybe maybe if they don't they move from Arizona, but you're gonna have like New Jersey, you're gonna have Detroit, who are not good right now, get good, win a cup, and then they're not good again. You're gonna have more flux of good teams. You're not gonna have these dynasties like an LA in early 2000, like Pittsburgh, like Chicago. You're not going to have these teams who are constantly good. You're going to have more ups and downs and ups and downs. And it makes it more fun for me personally, for hardcore hockey fans to have these teams who have good storylines, who have good teams. And for people who follow players specifically, they'll be hopping around from team to yeah, team. Yeah, it's going to grow the, the game. Just like basketball, just like football, just like baseball. Maybe, I I think so. I, I don't know. It, it I, would for me. So, it, that's my point of view. Okay. 
I just I I I think I don't know. I I think the the I think the the rich teams will get richer and the 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 thing with hockey players in that too though, I feel like it would because like Andrew said there's loyalty in the game and like if a if a player wanted to play for a specific team, like I want to go there and I want to make them good. Like so Austin you, Matthews would so want to go to say, Arizona. So you say, "Hey, if you I'll come to your team, pay me X, Y, however pay much. Me 18 million. And then get a couple other guys, you know. I feel like there would be you more would negotiation more for teams. individual players. You would have more player empowerment. You'd have more super teams. It would be like Brad Marchand, Austin Matthews, and Matthew Kachuk go to Montreal and they win a cup. And then they leave. And then it's Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid <laughs> and Patrice Bergeron going to San Jose, win a cup, and then leave. I think it. I think it would be fun. It, you would get so many more play. You'd get so many more of these all stars that you only see play together <coughs> in the All Star game, play meaningful hockey together, and win together. I think it would be fun. Yeah. It would. It would change the game completely, though. Like the it whole, it would change the atmosphere of the NHL. It wouldn't change the game. The game would still be well, played the, the same way. Well, the game itself, but I mean, be... the game. That term, I feel like, means like it would change the system. I think it would be fun. I'm all for it. I don't, I don't have an opinion. I haven't thought about it. I didn't even know what it meant. See, that's that's where me and you differ. <laughs> you and you and you are a team loyalist. I'm a sport sport purist. I love all sports, and I love watching. I, not not purist, maybe, but I like. I like watching the storylines. I like watching the players. I, I, like. I'm a huge fan of Trevor Zegers. I'm not an Anaheim fan, but I want to see who well. I don't want to see him win. But you know I, what I'm saying? I guess for, 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 I guess for me, the the question then becomes though, what in the world is going to happen when you have? I mean, you're you're talking about these fans then become fans of a player and not a team yes which but, is how it me, is in basketball to me yeah. to me i think that's i don't know i i don't think that's i don't think that's a good thing for the game okay but do you want to see hockey talked about in like it's never going to be talked about in america like basketball would, and football but it would it would if you had more people watching it but people don't watch it and but it, and, if and they it doesn't like ma- a player, it doesn't they will ma- watch it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who, you, you know, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, McDavid and Matthews and, and Bergeron on the same team. It's not going to matter if you have, you know, all of these great players on, on one team. People still not going to watch it. People in America want to watch either basketball or football. They're just they they just don't a they don't get hockey, and b they don't want to get hockey. See, I I feel like nobody's we, talking about it on the sock on the sports talk radio. But that they only talk about things that people watch. If you if you get a player who grips people like a PK Subban or an Austin Matthews, if they if you let them be you them, if they let them be them, 
not be like you have to show up in a suit and tie you have to show up you have to say a b and c to the media you can't say a b and c to the media if you let them have personalities if you let them go where they want to go if you give them like rights like let treat them like you know like basketball you can say certain stuff you can show up to the podium however you want you can talk a certain way they, they don't allow you know you have to treat the media with respect yeah but but you let them be them and you let them get personality like cam newton in the nfl like obj they have personalities they're unique to them and they get followers and you grow the sport and then I just, I'm, not, I'm not ever going to say it's going to be as popular as the NBA or the NFL. I don't think we want it to be. But you at least get a segment or two on sports talk media. And if you if you don't open up the market, I feel like, well, maybe not because of Canada, but I feel like it's going to die yeah. if you keep it the way that it is. Now, in the next 20 years, there's not going to be a lot of following. Yeah. No, I, like I it's going to be hardcore fans. From. There's going to be a lot less casual fans. Which and you I don't, don't understand. like the NBA so as much. So I, I get why you don't want it to be like that. No, no, no. I, it's, and it's not that I don't like the NBA. It's not that I don't like basketball. I, I, I do. I love basketball. I played it in high school. Blew out his knee. But I don't, <laughs> I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy the, I guess the the sideshow. The drama you know, that it's become. <laughs> I, I agree, like, you have to have some rules in player empowerment, like, letting the players choose where they want to go as much. Because the NBA, they're like, I'm not going to play, so I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to be a baby and sit, like James Harden. I feel like most hockey players just wouldn't do that, though. Because that's not hockey. Hockey they, they, is. They didn't think basketball players would either, I'm sure. But, like, if you give them a so certain, much different, if you give though. them a little power, you give them. Like give them an inch, they take a mile. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they haven't changed it. I don't know. I I feel like it would just do so much for the market of the hot, of the NHL to let players <laughs> like Paul Bissonette. <laughs> that's that's just it. Oh god! You let him be him, and look how popular he is now. He played like only two hundred games in the NHL. That's true. For like five hundred teams. <laughs> And he, he didn't he even play that many in the like, NHL. If you had let him be that way, and when he was playing, yeah, it's true. Think of just that, like I'm, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, and it scares me because I don't like the way the ho- NHL is going, <laughs> the way the hockey is going, but the way it's going, it's, I don't know, I don't know, man. I mean, in, and the players, the, the players could do something about it too. The, yeah, but the NHLPA needs to. But they. They don't. They could bring it up. It's yeah. a union. They could say, yeah. hey, I don't like the way this is, but they don't. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. will when these young guns like Zegris start coming up and they're yeah. like, hey, I would like to see a change. Yeah. And maybe that's where it starts. Yeah. But maybe. As of right now. I'm a big proponent of it. I'll go. I'll go riot. <laughs> yeah. Go join the NHL just for that. Yeah. Can't skate. Just, just draft me whatever or let sign me, me to the, whatever let me become the president of the uh nhlpa and yeah i will bring change okay anyways well okay that was that, that was, was an interesting conversation yeah uh, on to predictions hey email us let us know what you think about that yeah penguin stuff pop pens and penguin stuff official at gmail.com yes i see I that know. hand okay two things
Um, oh my god. <laughs> Longest so pause in podcast history. Not, a, not to be recorded. Or put in the thing. But why were you playing solitaire? While we were talking. I was listening. Okay. Also, when we're talking... Incorrect. When we're talking... Um... Um... Are, are we allowed to interrupt? Because I feel like that's what podcasts should do. Like, you can finish your thought, but you always get upset when we, whenever we say something when you're trying to say something, which is fine. But, like, not always. You don't always get upset. But you, you tend to get upset, and that makes me feel guilty for saying what I have to say, although I feel like that makes it better, you know, getting all the different perspectives all at once. You know what I mean? We just have to be like I, I agree, but we have to be like, so you can we'll be respectful. Not 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 be disrespectful, but like you have to remember where you were going with it. You know, like if we because I feel like you know you listen to Skip and Shannon, that gives me anxiety. See, how much they talk. Theirs about is different though because that is uh, it's debate a debate format, right? But also like ours is not a debate format, right? But like <laughs> it makes it more than... interesting if you hear all the different perspectives yeah. overlapping, not overlapping, but. Yeah converse sing with each other yeah i just wanted to make that point but if you disagree that's fine we can (laughs) (laughs) are you sure you're not canadian no actually i would love to be canadian maybe i am part canadian you want to be i'm canadian in my bones no i'm i'm a midwestern midwesterners are a lot like canadians (laughs) in a lot of ways they apologize for everything that's not their fault Video. Which is a terrible story. How many giant balloons to stop a throwing star? No way. Holy cow. Rip off. They of stole that. How ridiculous. They stole that. Maybe How Ridiculous came and did it with them. <gasps> because they've done it with oh, that's big. Team Edge before. We should do it. Okay. That's big. All right, predictions, and then we can be <laughs> done. I'm uh, very excited to talk about the prediction. Happy, take it away. Three, okay. Two, one. Okay, moving on to predictions. And I'm very excited this week because yours truly got six points out of the week this week. <laughs> you learn. I got every single every single team right, and I got the correct score of the first game. So the first game we predicted this week was Toronto at Seattle. The final score of that game was six to two. Toronto. We all said Toronto would win, but I said Toronto would win six to two. So I got two points. Look at you. The rest go. of y'all that, got one. Like, the fact that you predicted that huge score and got it right well i mean it's toronto that is pretty i don't get i can't do it well it was an accident (laughs) (laughs) anyways next game was philly at pittsburgh we all said pittsburgh would win none of us said five to four though so we all just got one point uh the next game we predicted was wednesday colorado at vegas colorado won that game two nil me and andrew both said colorado would win dad said vegas would win True. That was the debut, the Vegas debut of Jack Eichel as well. And yeah. uh, he did Jack squat. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, Colorado won that game. Me and Andrew both said they would. So that's a point for each of us. And then, and then on Thursday, the Boston Islanders game. You both said Boston would win. I said the Isles would win. And I almost got the score right. They but hadn't gotten that empty netter. It was fine. I said three to one. They won four to one, but I still got the point. And then last night, Dallas beat Chicago one nothing OT. I said Dallas would win. 
you guys said Chicago, so I get another point. That's six points for me. Three Although points for Andrew was and absolutely two incorrect. points for Dad. My score was terribly incorrect. Five to one. I said Jopa would get a hat of a, a four point night. I think I said it's whatever though. I still got a point. Yeah. So overall, it's 49, 43, and 40. Jim, Happy, Andrew, respectively. So Dad's still in the lead, but he only got two points <coughs> this week. And you got three. Hey, I'm going to cut this in and put this in somewhere. No, actually, we'll wait until after the, the boy trade. Oh, yes. We'll talk about who won the trade. But. Okay, so this week, sorry, five games. Colorado at Boston on Monday, New York at Seattle, New York Islanders at Seattle on Tuesday, three games on Thursday, New Jersey at Pittsburgh, Minnesota at Toronto, and Dallas at Nashville. Well, sir. All right, starting Colorado at Boston, Dad. Um, I'm going to take Colorado in this game. Wow. Five to two. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Boston. I'm going to say Boston wins at 3-2 in overtime. Gutsy. Probably. Um, I cannot not pick Boston, so I'm going to pick Boston. And I'm going to say the score is 3-1. Okie dokie. New York at Seattle on Tuesday. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, since we only have one Patreon, he picked the Avs to win that game. Cool beans. Okay, just in case you guys were wondering. Makes sense. All right. It's a it's a it's a safe pick for sure. Yes. So the the Patreon supporters pick Colorado in that game. Yep. Okay. Patreon supporters pick Colorado. A hundred percent for Colorado. Zero percent for the Bostons. <laughs> because we have one Patreon so far predicting with us, but that's okay. All right. So the next game on Tuesday is New York Islanders at Seattle. Yep. Um, I'm going to take New York to win four to one. Oh, predicting the score. I feel like we've already one. predicted the Seattle-New York Islanders game once upon a time. I feel like we did too, maybe. I don't know. This is why you should let me change to another team so that I, we no. can have decent. If games. they drop <laughs> twenty five points out of a playoff spot, then <gasps> guess what? You can I didn't say this when we were talking about my Dallas Stars. They're in a playoff spot now. They're yeah. in a wild card spot now. They shot up, shot out to because a because <laughs> they're awesome and I love them. Abby, they're in a wild card spot. Okay, so Abby, just get in, right? Yeah, true. Boston's in a wild card spot too. Dad, where are your where are your Seattle Kraken? Up <laughs> oh, my crack. But um. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say Seattle's gonna win this game, and I'm gonna say four to three. No, yeah, four to three. I too am picking Seattle with a score of six to zero. No way! <laughs> a there is out, no way. A shout out for Gruby. No way that Grubauer or Dreger. Gets a shutout. No way. I like Dreger. I think he's a good. Grubauer has had one on this season, and that was against someone bad. Okay. I think. So I don't even and remember. the Patreons pick the Islanders. That makes okay. sense. So far, the Patreons are picking with me, and you guys are picking together. Yeah. Well, maybe it's blood. I don't know. Maybe. All right. So, <laughs> um, 
Devils at Pens. Devs on at Thursday. Jersey. Jersey. Oh, they, they were, were wearing they their were wearing Jersey jerseys the, the um, other night. Sunday, yeah, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. I got a new New Jersey jersey. I think jersey. it's. I think a it would jersey, still jersey, be. Jersey. Yeah, I got a new New Jersey jersey jersey. I still think it would be awesome to have, um, when they wear their jersey jerseys, to have them write helmet on their helmets and, and skate on, on their, their skates. skates and socks on their socks and their pants on their pants. Yeah, on the booty. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. So anyway, just the PA on um, one cheek and the NT on the other cheek. Pant. <laughs> I'm gonna take the and penguins. Right in the crack. <laughs> penguins on this one, uh, four to two. Okay, that was the score of the last New Jersey game. Why do you keep predicting? Because it's a the safe same pick. thing. Because he said New York four to one, and that's what they beat at Boston four to one. Fast and slow. I think it's funny. Abby, Devils at Pens. I think Pittsburgh will win this game, and I think they will win it five to three. Just to be different, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as well. <laughs> For a split second, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick the Devils. And I'm like, no. no, I can't do that. P.K. Subban's still on that team. Um, yeah, the Pens are going to win this game, and I think it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be 5-1 Pittsburgh behind a Danton Heinen hat trick. Whoa! <laughs> one what real quick dude. thing. What is it? What, what does the Patreon say on this one? Uh, they say pens as well. Okay. Um, just a quick aside, talking about the pens. Uh, the Toronto game. Sully had the brilliant idea. I don't know where he heard it. Maybe he's listening to the podcast. But to put Jeff Carter on a wing with Malkin and Heinen. Yep. And, and I, that line was buzzing. They only played ten minutes. That line did. Mm-hmm. They had 10 scoring opportunities, seven shots on goal, and they had the goal, the long goal of the game. Hmm. I saw an interview with Jeff, too, uh, and they asked him, because during practice they were practicing with that line, and they were asking him, they're like, do you feel comfortable on the wing, or are you more comfortable with being at center? He's like, I really don't care. He's like, I'll, I just... Carter I'll play just wants either to skate, way. Man. He just wants to. He just wants to wheel and deal with the boys. You know? Yeah, he says, I, I, I'm comfortable either way. Like whatever and i saw that line he was taking face-offs although he's playing the wing yeah which i think yeah. is a very interesting thing well he is a great face-off man but uh he's better he than reminds me, way better than Gino. Uh, as the on the team he reminds me of a kevin durant kind of talking about basketball uh <laughs> he just he can fit anywhere he just plays he just hoops in the hockey terms you know he just which would technically be like he just nets is that what it would be technically like uh, I don't know, but he like he's comfortable anywhere. He can play with anybody, and he just yeah, he's just there. He's to He's very pucks in versatile. I love it. It is anyway. really great. Minnesota, Toronto. Game of the week. 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 I've got Minnesota five one. Whoa! No way! That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Bonkers. Minnesota. You know, people are going to think we're lost. making up this Patreon because he just said Minnesota as well. They, they said Minnesota. Well. <laughs> He's real, I promise. He is real. Um, We's are getting money. Minnesota lost. They had, I think, a 2 nothing lead on Winnipeg, and they lost 6-3. to So, I'm a Winnipeg fan. Mark Shifley, Natty Hattie. Yes. What a dude. I love that guy. Anyways. Anyhow. I'm going to say Minnesota's going to win this game, but I'm not going to say 5-1 to because that's... That's, that's bonkers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think goaltending is too good in this matchup. I'm going to say three to two. Minnesota. You know what? Since I'm comparing hockey players and teams to other sports, 
The Toronto Maple Leafs are the Dallas Cowboys. Every season, they do decent. They win their division. They make the playoffs. And they crap the bed. It's true. They have the star power. They're the league sweethearts. They're Canada's team. Canada's team. And they're gonna they're gonna lose this game. They're gonna lose it three to two in overtime. No, 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 no. I'm gonna go with Toronto. Toronto three to two in overtime. But I'm just saying they are overhyped every single year. Two thousand four was the last time the Toronto Maple Leafs made it past the first round of the playoffs. Fun fact. Very nice. That is almost twenty years, friends. Sure, <laughs> it's, it's eighteen years. Yeah. Zoinks. Okay, Dallas at Nashville. Wait, what was your score for the Toronto game? Sorry, I was not paying attention. Dallas, Nashville. What's your pick, Dad? Nashville, 5-4. No way. Actually, that's very feasible. (laughs) Actually, it's not. Because Jake Ottinger is a stonewall. He's not letting in five goals. He might let in three to let Nashville win, and that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Nashville's going to win 3-2. Speaking of Jake Ottinger, the Dallas Stars profile picture on Twitter is a little otter in goaltender gear. I love it so much. Jake Otterger. They call him Otter. It's so cute. Okay. I love that. I love the little And otter. just because of that profile picture, I'm voting Dallas and Dallas Yay. is going to win by a score of 3 to 0. Jake Ottinger gets a shutout. Heck yeah, Jake Ottinger. Against does. the Preds that have no business being as good as they are. That is that is actual facts. And the Patreons say the Predators are going to win this game. Of course they do cuz they're from Nashville. All of them. <laughs> Just the one. He is from Nashville. <laughs> He's score. All right, to recap, score. Abby, hit us with the recap. Recap, okay. Colorado at Boston on Monday. Dad said Colorado. Andrew said Boston. Abby said Boston. Five Patri- to two, three to one, three to two overtime. Patreon said Colorado. Colorado. Tuesday, New York Islanders at Seattle. Dad said New York would win four to one. Andrew said Seattle six nothing. Abby said Seattle four to three. <laughs> that was a bad call. Patreon that was said a New York very Islanders. Bad call. February twenty fourth. These next three games are all on the twenty fourth, which is Thursday. New Jersey at Pittsburgh. We all said Pittsburgh. Dad with four to two. Andrew with five to one. Abby with five to three. And the Patreon also said Pittsburgh. That's a clean sweep for Pittsburgh, isn't it? Uh yep. Minnesota at Toronto. Jim and Abby said Minnesota. Jim with five to one. Abby with three to two. Andrew Toronto three to two overtime. And then the final game, Dallas at Nashville. Jim and Abby both said Nashville five to four and three to two respectively. Andrew with a shutout for Jake Ottinger. Dallas three to one. I'm the lone Dallas stand that week, man. It's usually just one person who votes for Dallas. It's true. And, and they, usually it's they you. usually win. Yeah. All right, so that's the predictions for the week. Uh, and we're going to wrap up here this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Abby, if they want to hit us on Instagram, where is that? Pens and Stuff podcast. Twitter? Pens Stuff. Email? Penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. If they want to support us on Patreon, where can you find this? Patreon.com forward slash Pens and Stuff <coughs> podcast? Correct. Got I'm it. glad you're listening. Good job. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if it was just pens and stuff or pens yeah, and stuff podcast. That's a minimum $5 donation, and you can get uh, early access to these episodes. They will be uploaded. If you want to know, if you if you want the Patreon, you can get them two days early. You can get them, or a day early. Sunday at 10 o'clock is when they will be posted up on the Patreon, and you can get them a day early. Uh, if you want to join in our predictions like our Patreon this week, uh, you can 
for a higher donation every month. For a higher donation of 25 bucks, you can get in on that. You can also uh, get some uh, behind-the-scenes footage. I'm working on a vlog right now of us going to a Quad City Storm game where it was really fun, and you guys can find all that over on the Patreon. Check out our tiers, and yeah. Until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. Let's go. God bless you. We forgot to pray. Do, 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 do.